I don't see why they'd be filming a playground, but we can ask. You know the drill. We need to check any cameras from the surrounding blocks that might show the guy entering or exiting. A thought struck him. By the way, how did he get in? Umar scratched his ear. Through the gate, I suppose. I thought only adults with kids were allowed in. Presumably he didn't bring a child along to facilitate the hit. It's not exactly tight security. The place relies on volunteers. There doesn't seem to have been someone on the gate this morning. Anyone could just walk in. Carlyle nodded. Now that he thought about it, he could not recall ever being challenged when he'd come into the park, even if he was alone and Alice was already playing inside. So, in the absence of witnesses, CCTV or anything else, what do we have? The victim was found by a boy called... Umar glanced at his notes, then closed the book and stuffed it in the back pocket of his jeans. Harry Scott, aged six. Young Harry saw that the guy had dropped his paper and went to retrieve it for him. When he approached the bench, he got a bit of a shock. I bet he did. Carlyle idly wondered if someone might be on the end of a compensation claim as a result of young Harry's trauma. Deciding that even if the youngster's parents did turn litigious, he personally would be in the clear, he let the question slip from his mind. Even then, it took them a few minutes to find out what he was screaming about. They thought he'd had a fall or something. Kids do a lot of screaming, Carlyle said sagely, as you are about to find out. Looking glum, Umar nodded. His girlfriend, Christina, was due to give birth to their first child in a few weeks' time. Actually, uh... Yes? Carlyle watched a couple of young boys arrive at the front gate. The taller had a football under his arm. One of the uniforms stopped them. There was a brief protest from the boy with the ball before they headed off towards the public gardens next door. It wasn't as good as Coram's but it would do for their kickabout. We wanted to ask you a favour. Umar stared off somewhere beyond Carlyle's left shoulder. Let me guess, Carlyle thought sourly. You're going to leave me in the lurch by taking a monster holiday. The government had just brought in new legislation allowing fathers to take up to 26 weeks extra paternity leave. Half the coppers in the Met were probably desperately trying to get their old lady up the duff as a result. He tried not to scowl. Sure. Thanks. Depending on what it is, obviously. Carlyle added hastily. Yes. I mean, if I can. Would you be my best man? Umar blurted out. This time the inspector did scowl. What? Christina and I are getting married next week. Umar gestured past a couple of goats in the direction of St Pancras Station. Just up at Camden Town Hall. Nothing fancy, but we need a couple of witnesses. I wondered if you and Mrs Carlyle would be prepared to do the honours. Mrs Carlyle? For a second, the inspector was stumped. Technically, there was no Mrs Carlyle. After their nuptials, Helen had kept her own name, mainly as a matter of principle, but also as a partial hedge against him turning out to be a totally hopeless husband. We need two witnesses, Umar repeated, to sign the register. Carlyle looked his sergeant up and down suspiciously. Him and Helen.
the only guests at the wedding. What about family and friends, casual acquaintances, passers-by even? You know this is supposed to be a celebration, don't you? We just want to get married with a minimum of fuss. Well, the inspector observed, you're certainly going the right way about it.